0: At the height of travel and tourism surge pre COVID 19, the industry accounted for $8.9 trillion in contribution to the world's economy annually. That is more than 10% of global GDP. More importantly, the industry was able to create more than 330 million jobs, which is one in 10 worldwide pre pandemic. If you really think about those numbers, it means that if you are online at the grocery store with five people in front of you and four behind, at least one of you make their livelihood because of the travel industry. It means that if you go to a baseball game or a football game and 40,000 people are in the stadium, 4,000 of those people are able to put food on the table because of the reach of the travel industry. The industry's impact touches all corners of the global economy. Connecting people from all walks of life with friends, family, colleagues, cities, countries, and destinations that they otherwise would have no connection to. While it is estimated that the industry has lost or could lose more than 100 million of those jobs because of COVID, it is important now more than ever to remember the faces and the names behind those numbers, the ones who worked to build and will now have to work to rebuild the industry. Those individuals and those people whose lives and careers are built around their own love of travel, their love of introducing people to the things that have made their own lives special, they are the subject of this new check-in podcast by TMR. The podcast is an informal look into the lives of people making travel dreams come true, the ones working inside and outside of the travel trade to move things forward for 300 million people or so working within the industry along with the rest of the world's population who are able to enhance their own lives and their connections because of those people. We'll have regu- regular episodes bi-weekly featuring a variety of people who have been kind enough to volunteer their time, their expertise, and their personal stories. We'll do our best to provide you with a wide range of perspectives and conversations that we hope will entertain you as you work in your office, as you drive your cars, as you drive through your neighborhoods, or as you board airplanes and take off on your own adventures. You can download the podcast on all major streaming platforms and check back in regularly for more content as we continue to move further and further outside of this pandemic. Before I leave you today, I want to add a short preview of the podcast, a couple of clips from the first two conversations that I was fortunate enough to have. I want to thank you for your time and your attention ahead of ahead of schedule, as we've learned, especially during this last year, how valuable those things are. So here's check-in. have you ever considered you know maybe this isn't in the industry for me going forward whether it was in the last 12 months or I mean even before that because you know we all know this isn't the first crisis the travel industry has faced
1: it's a great question mm-hmm. um, yes I do think this is the right industry for me um I I believe travel and tourism, it gives you experiences that you'd never have before. And it's, it's I love to fly. I miss taking off still at the end of a runway. And when the plane breaks through the clouds and you just sort of soar, uh, to me, that's magical. But I, I loved looking at planes when I was a kid at the end of a runway, um, which I used to do with my grandparents out in Northeastern Iowa. I love having global friends that you can pick up where you left off and I've had this time to connect with people that go back 30 plus years and gone through many different careers but we still have that commonality of friendship and integrity and we can pick up where we left off. Um, I definitely have the desire to explore. I I miss traveling and I recently um, pulled together the number of states I've been to and the number of countries I've been to and I have a hit list of where I wanna go when things reopen.
0: Yeah, what's the, what's, I mean, so do you have the, do you have the totals in front of you? Do you remember where they were? Yeah, I
1: can can pull that up. That's easy, I'll do that while we're talking. But I think most importantly, it's, I like to serve. And what I've realized is travel and tourism and hospitality, it's all about service to someone. And um, people need advisors because they need to aggregate information. Um, People want to serve. I think a lot of people who were questioning why they had the travel bug if if you, if yet, you didn't have that desire to serve, you couldn't make it through this year.
0: I wanted to ask you this because I was talking to Jennifer Wilson the other day and we, we spoke about her career and she had a direct line to the travel industry with, with Valerie. Um, and she she's sort of taken that run and run, and she's she's sort of this force in the industry now. Yeah. But your 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 line to the travel industry wa- was not as direct at all. Um, and you mentioned, I guess you were playing football at was it at University
2: of Nevada, Nevada Reno, right? It was, yeah. That's where I uh, that's where I came from. Yeah, I, and Jennifer's fabulous, and and um, you know, again, you're you're right. In in many ways, probably our line couldn't be more opposite because yeah. you know I am. Um, I grew up in kind of, you know, your standard, uh, I'll say, you know, suburban of the 60s and 70s, and the longest and biggest trips we ever took were in the back of a station wagon. you pile the kids in there, you roll around, you scream at each other, and, and you know, you go a couple days in a car, and, and that was really it. I mean, I, I think I'd gone to three states by the time that I'd graduated college right and and i think i stepped foot one day in canada when i went to victoria on a ferry and but that's it you know we the, the, and there wasn't any burning desire for me to do more it was just what we did and it was like, most kids that i grew up with you know that a kid who went even to another state was considered like oh wow you know and uh, and and of course europe was just not even thought of so it was just not a, a, a something that i thought about and that went all the way through college and then uh, it was after college that actually I had a couple of my buddies who graduated a little later than I did started calling me saying, hey, we're going to do the backpack through Europe thing. And, and I really didn't even have a clue you know, what that was or any burning desire. But they kept saying, you know, if you don't do it now, you don't do it now. And, and I kept saying, no, I had a real estate. I'd gotten into real estate at that point And I was actually doing pretty well. And, and business was just starting to take off. You know, it's a momentum business, like uh, somewhat like sales business of travel. And I ended up taking a uh, a three month leave of absence. They finally convinced me, and I thought, all right, I'm going to take a three month leave of absence from my real estate business, and uh, and do this, you know, travel thing with a couple of buddies. Well, I ended up coming home three and a half years later, Daniel. So it oh my uh, god, Wait, why- how did you
0: spend? Th- how did you spend three and a half years when all you brought was a backpack to Europe?
2: yeah well and then for those three and a half years they didn't live out of much more than a backpack quite honestly but um it was uh, a very long story but I'll, I'll give you the the short summary